Hi guys. Oh, good morning. This is Vidisha and as yesterday we had discussed that we are going to go live today and my today's session is going to be on simple compound and complex sentences. So one thing I had a lot of query from you uh, students that I was explaining you the last band descriptor. In IELTS, speech and speaking and writing, there are four band descriptors and one of the major band descriptor is grammatical range and accuracy. So that's what we are going to study today. That's what we are going to learn today. So tell me one thing. It's very important for you to first understand that these are two different concepts. Grammatical range is very different from grammatical accuracy. Like GRA. So grammatical range and accuracy. So now what is this grammatical range? So when you see a lot of videos, when you read your comments in the essay, let's just say you've got it evaluated and towards the end in a couple of videos, it's uh, in a couple of you know comments, you'll have it mentioned that the grammatical range was lacking. You need to add in more uh, range to your sentence structure. So what is grammatical range? In a layman's term, what I'm going to do is explain. So range when I talk about is a wide array, a wide range of products. Same thing applies to grammatical range. Grammatical range is nothing but using a wide range of sentence structures. Right? It's important for you. Like let's just say I'm talking to you. And I say, today is Saturday. I'm going to take a live session. I have, uh, I'm teaching you grammatical range and accuracy. It consists of simple compound complex. Are you going to like it? No, right? So it's a different thing. I need to inculcate range. Whatever sentences I am making, some are longer, some are shorter, some have a different beginning, some have a different beginning. Right? So that is nothing but your grammatical range in simple layman terms. Now, how do we inculcate and why is it important? So first let's see the band descriptor which is given here. So that's what I was talking about. So your last column of your band descriptor table. Now see guys, if you're not following the band descriptor table, please, please make sure that you follow the band descriptor table. I'll tell you why. Because more or less, you it's your Bible. Understand? It's your Bible. The more you follow grammatical range and accuracy, the more marks you're going to get. So let's say for an 8. Uses a wide range of structures. Now, what is the wide range of structures? Wide range of structures is exactly what I am explaining you right now. That is your simple compound complex. Okay. Also, active passive. Right. Next is the majority of the sentences are error free. Now, this you will have to work with your grammatical accuracy, be it in terms of, you know, um, active passive your tenses your subject verb agreement and same is the thing with speaking grammatical range uses a wide range of structures flexibly produces a majority of error free sentences with occasional inappropriateness of basic non-consistent systematic errors so this is what we are going to learn today so this is why I am here today. This is why you are here today. So before we begin the session, I'll just tell you how we are going to go about it. While taking the session, I'm going to uh, teach you grammar. I wish that I hope, in fact, I want you guys to keep 
you know one book with you or and a pen with you so that you can keep noting down important stuff okay while you have a problem or let's say you have a doubt please put your comments in the comment box with whatever doubts you have also if you feel that you want me to take up a new topic or you want me to explain you something else the other saturdays please put it i will surely come up with one more video of it okay and those of you who are watching it on youtube again uh do the same thing put in the comment box you also have a telegram group where you can actually uh, post this video and post any queries related to it i'd be happy to help at the end of the day it's very important for you to learn it see it looks very difficult when i talk to you about uh, grammatical range and simple compound complex you have to understand that it's not that complex it's not that difficult it's really easy it's very very simple it's just that you have to understand certain technicalities based on it so that's what we are going to do today that's what we are going to learn today so let's just see let's go with the presentation i'm going to take you through the presentation at the end of the presentation i'll be taking in your queries and doubts whatever queries and doubts you have please put it in the comment box i'll be answering it to you right at the end of this presentation also one thing is very important for me is that um you actually write it down in the essay with grammar you know a lot of us like for example when i'm talking about tenses or when i'm talking about subject verb agreement or when i'm talking about articles we all know the basic rules right i mean that's what it's imbibed in us that's what we taught since childhood but 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 what happens is when it comes to the practical application of it when it comes to applying it practically we don't do it right so why don't we do it because when i'm writing i'm not writing in a very conscious mind state i'm not you know like i'm already very nervous about my exams i am already very nervous about the topic i may or may not have brainstormed it properly i might not know what to speak i might not know what to do about it and that's where i'm in a confusion so at that point of time what we lack is this particular component because we're not very sorted with it i want that that does not happen i want that you actually write your and uh, imbibe your grammatical rules or you know grammar rules whatever you learn very very carefully so i have previous webinars on how to write your essays and why is brainstorming important what are the common errors i want that you actually go through them and i want that you study them and come back so then you will be able to apply it there is one also video where i have specifically taken on all the band descriptors where i'm explaining it in detail i want you to see it okay so let's come back okay the sentences can be constructed in three simple ways simple compound and complex okay so there are two c's that i have to teach you today so for knowing what simple sentences what compound sentences and what complex sentences there are two c's that are very very essential the first c is clause i mean all of us know what clauses are clauses are basically sentences or part of the sentence and basically it's there are two types of clauses the main clause and the subordinate clause the main independent clause as we easily call it and the dependent clause for our reference okay and the second c is conjunctions and there are two types of conjunctions that will be needing for constructing the compound and the complex sentence structure that is your coordinating clause and your subordinating clause so that's why i'm going to take you through the entire session and explain you right from the basic some of it might be repetitive for some of you but yeah please do pay attention to it all right 
So basically, there are two types of clauses, as, as I mentioned. Now, what is a clause, basically? A clause is a sentence or a part of the sentence, right? And there are two types of clauses, the main clause and the subordinate clause. Now, what is a main clause? A main clause is nothing but an independent clause which can be standing alone on its own, right? A clause that does not need the support of anything. Now, what is a subordinate clause? A subordinate clause is a clause which is dependent on the main clause. So I have had two examples in which I have taught you the types of clauses. So, I burned the dinner but not the cake. Now, see, I burned the dinner. When I am saying I burned the dinner, the sentence can stand alone on its own, right? So, that becomes an independent clause or the main clause. And but not the cake is not making any sense. Right? So that becomes the subordinate clause. Though he was very rich, he was still unhappy. He was still unhappy is the main clause because the clause, the sentence is complete on its own. It doesn't need the support of anything else. And though he was rich is the subordinate clause. Okay. So now uh, let's go to it. There are two types of clauses. Main clause and the subordinate clause. Main clause is your independent clause and subordinate clause is your dependent clause. A clause is basically a sentence or part of sentence. Now one thing I would want to tell you is that the subordinate clause can come before the sentence or after the sentence. Just because it de it's dependent doesn't mean it comes on the second half. It can be in the first half of the sentence as well. So we saw two examples. In one of the examples, the subordinate cl clause was in the second half. In the second example, the subordinate clause was in the first half. Please check it out. Right, so in my first sentence, the subordinate clause is in the second half, but in my second sentence, the subordinate clause is in the first half. Okay. Now, another myth, another misconception that people have is that simple sentences are shorter, complex sentences are longer, and compound sentences are more longer. It's the length of the sentence has got absolutely nothing to do with the type of sentence. The type of sentence is entirely different, right? And the length of the sentence is nowhere related to it. I can have a simple sentence which is very long. Like for example, the population of India is increasing rapidly. The sentence is comparatively longer. Yet, it's a simple sentence, okay? I can have a complex sentence very short. Okay, I got late, so yet I came. I got late, yet I came. It's a very small sentence. But it's a complex sentence. So remember one thing, complex sentence has got nothing to do with the length. It is always different. It is nowhere related. Okay, so now let's finally, we've learned one concept. We've learned about the clause. Again, clause is nothing but a sentence or a part of sentence, right? There are two types of clauses, main clause or the independent clause which can stand alone on its own and there is the dependent clause which is also called as a subordinate clause which is dependent on the main clause. So in the entire presentation if I say I see that's your independent clause and if I say DC that's your dependent clause. Alright, let's move ahead to what a simple sentence is. 
Now remember the first rule. Simple sentence is basically one main clause. Okay. Simple sentence is nothing but one main clause which has one subject, one idea. So one subject, one ex the simple sentence is a sentence which is an independent clause. Rule number one. Rule number two, it expresses one subject and one idea. Rule number three, that it has no conjunctions. Okay, so look at this. Remember, SV, one SV. So one subject, one verb. An honest man is loved by all. An honest man is my subject. Is loved is my verb. All of us return home. All is the subject, all of us. And return home is the predicate. Okay. Can you put me, can you put in the comments box more examples of simple sentences? Can I have simple sentences in the comments please? So I can check it for you. Right. So simple sentences, nothing but one, remember three things. One subject, one verb. Expressing only one idea. Third, no types of conjunctions involved. So basically it's an independent clause. It's a main clause here. For example, it is raining heavily. I am expressing one thought. It is my subject. Raining is my verb. The tea is hot. So the tea is hot. So the tea is my subject. Is is the verb. Okay, so this is expressing one idea. Alright, so simple sentence is the most easiest. So when I said the first example. The population of India is increasing. So the population of India is my subject. And it's expressing one idea is increasing is my verb. Right. So though the sentence is long. I have just one idea. I have one subject. So that's going to, and no conjunction. So that's going to make it a simple sentence by default. Right. Okay. Can, can you add more examples? So now whenever I'll tell you, whenever I check my essays, normally the sentences which we use are always simple or compound to the end, to a certain extent. But it's the complex sentences that need more effort to be made. It's the complex sentences which have to be made very consciously so that you miss it up. So at the end, I've, I've put up an example where how we can compile few simple sentences. So when you're writing paragraph check, how many simple sentences do you have? How many? When you're checking your essay, you know, you can do that. Like normally the way I check my essay, I write one paragraph, I count the number of words and I check it. I write the second paragraph, I count the number of words and I check it. I do it with third and I do it with fourth. So that's what you're going to do. So when you're actually writing simple, compound, complex. So what you do is you count the number of sentences. If there are more simple sentences, Make a compound one, make a complex one. Okay. Okay. Next thing, the next C that we are going to learn is conjunctions. So we've learned conjunctions as uh, you know kids. What are conjunctions? Conjunctions are nothing words that join two sentences. Okay. Like for example, and, but, because, so, also these are all conjunctions because they're connecting two sentences. Okay. Now. This for a compound sentence, you are going to use coordinating conjunctions and I am giving you a list of it. Please, please note it down. So in an abbreviation, I call it fanboys. Fanboys is 
for and nor but or yet and so so please please make a note of it you're going to do it very well so this is called coordinating conjunction conjunction is basically a word that joins two sentences coordinating conjunctions are basically fanboys for and nor but or yet and so okay so now what's a compound sentence a simple sentence was a one was one independent clause right one main clause what i'm going to do with the compound sentences one independent clause plus one fanboy plus one independent clause i am connecting two simple sentences with the help of fanboys like for example let's take two independent sentences the population of india is increasing birth rate is declining two simple sentences the population of india is increasing but the birth rate is declining so i have a compound sentence with me let's see examples of this one now okay so remember one independent clause plus a fanboy plus one independent clause so she is going to the store or she is going to the mall so clause one is she is going to the store which is a complete sentence clause two is also an independent sentence that is she is going to the mall and i have connected with the help of or okay so that's going to make it a compound sentence the sun rose and everything looked bright and gleaming so now everything looked bright and gleaming is my second clause which is also complete sun rose is my first independent clause which is also complete so in simple words if i tell you let me put it down in extremely simple words with you so now i have a simple sentence and i have another simple sentence i'm going to put a fanboy in between and make it a compound sentence right so are you following this guys are you with me okay so one compound sentence one simple sentence plus a fanboy plus one simple sentence is going to ultimately give you a compound sentence i have have few more examples of this let's take a note of it all right so see this the conjunction and is used to connect similar ideas so she completed her homework and she also worked on her project okay the conjunction but is obviously used for contradiction so i got the map of the fair but i cannot find the boot stall conjunction or is also used for option so we can film a documentary or we can make a short film so we can film a documentary is again a main clause which is complete or we can make a short film is again a main clause which is complete the conjunction so is used to connect important results for again same thing it shows a consequence of something so the novel is huge so you must make time to read it so the novel is huge is the main clause you must take time to read it now when we looking at these examples can you realize two things one that both the clauses are independent that means both the sentences can stand alone on their own both the sentences are complete also there is a fanboy added just check it out go through it one more time i'll give you some time for this
Okay. I want to tell you a few rules about this particular type of sentence. Now, rule number one is to make a compound sentence, both the clauses involved should be independent. Right? To make a compound clause, a sentence, both the clauses involved should be compound. Also, you can use a coordinating conjunction. There is one twist I would want to add you. Whenever you see a fanboy, you have to put a comma before the fanboy. Else, you will lose marks for punctuation. So, just let's go through the sample one more time. She completed a homework, comma, and before the fat fanboy, I have she worked on a project. Then, I got the map of the fair before, but I have the answer. I have a punctuation. We can film a documentary or we can make a short film. So before the fanboy, we have a punctuation. So it's going to be same way. Okay, another way of making a compound sentence is without a fanboy. Now you'll ask me without a fanboy, how do I combine two independent clauses? How is it possible that two independent clauses can be combined? With the use of a punctuation mark called the semicolon. Yes. A dot and a comma. A semicolon will also make you help. Uh, you know, will help you make a compound sentence without actually using a fanboy. So, if I am omitting the fanboy, I do not use a comma, but I use the semicolon. It was raining heavily. Semicolon. I came late. Okay. Let's try one more. The population of India is increasing. Semicolon. I. Uh, the birth rate is declining. Okay. I know cooking. Semicolon. I'm pretty good at it. Instead of, like, let's say I want to say, I know cooking and I am pretty good at it. Okay. I know cooking. Semicolon. I am pretty good at it. That also makes sense. Let's try one more. Okay. This tea is really nice. Semicolon. A friend got it for me. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. I know I'm ranting a lot about tea this morning, but it's really nice. Okay, let's do a complex sentence now. So most of you have got what simple sentence is. Simple sentence is just one main idea, one main clause, giving one thought, having one subject and one verb. Compound sentence is nothing but two simple sentences combined together, either with the help of a fan voice or with the help of a semicolon. Now, what's a complex sentences? Complex sentences is where the dependent clause comes into action. Now, for the compound sentences, we use one type of conjunction, which was called as the coordinating conjunction, right? For the complex sentences, we'll be using a subordinating conjunctions since we have subordinative clauses. So, just see the subordinative conjunctions, please. So these, uh, these are the subordinative conjunctions after, because, long as, provided, while. You can use adverbs also like which, when, where, how, something like that. Okay. So that's what you're going to do today. Okay. Now, again, let's do this. What's a complex sentence? Now, a complex sentence, what I'll tell you is... 
a combination of a simple set is a combination of a dependent clause and an independent clause so that's what we are going to do today so now remember this complex sentence one independent clause plus one dependent clause connected with the help of a subordinate conjunction i burned the dinner but not the cake so main clause that is my independent clause is i burned dinner subordinate clause is but not the cake because but not the cake is not complete on its own it needs the dependent clause though he was very rich he was still unhappy he was still unhappy is a sentence which is complete on its own is a sentence which makes sense on its own and though he was very rich is one subordinate clause which does not make any sense we'll do one uh, i have few more set of examples which we can go through so look at this i feel sleepy whenever i take a book so i feel sleepy is the main clause whenever i take a book is dependent on it so this makes it a complex sentence okay the next one is my car stopped at the school building which was red and huge so my car stopped at the school building is the main clause which was red and huge is the subordinate clause okay now again if you go to see the punctuation mark you have to have a comma for separating the main clause from the subordinate clause because of the rain the museum cancelled the picnic okay uh because of the rain is a dependent clause and the museum cancelled the picnic is the main clause although she studied all weekend she still failed the test so again she still failed the test is the main clause although she studied all weekend is the dependent clause okay uh i will join you for lunch after i wash my hands i will join you for lunch is the main clause after i wash my hands is the dependent clause linux will be sad linus will be sad is your main clause if he misses the plate pumpkin again is your dependent clause so this is something that you really really have to understand this is something that you really should be you know sure about uh please go through the examples one more time okay so do you really feel one thing that there are two three things that you need to understand after looking at this example one the length of the sentence may be short but it might be a complex sentence point number two that there has to be a comma separating the main clause and the subordinate clause point number three the main clause can be anywhere in the middle in the beginning or in the end okay see i've did an example for you in which i've taken four simple sentences the first simple sentence is a global warming is a common topic these days global warming causes environmental problems there are tough challenges associated with global warming global warming has very serious consequences right so these are four sentences which i have framed into a sentence two complex sentences so see this one of the most common environmental issue is global warming which causes many serious environmental problems there are tough challenges associated with this issue and its effects have very serious consequences so basically 
this is what you're supposed to do in your exam. So when I see a paragraph that has a lot of simple sentences, I'm going to make it into a complex sentence. So please go check it out. Go through it one more time. Okay. So one thing you have to realize is, let's go through this one more time. Understand why is it important to add grammatical range? See, if you don't add grammatical range, you're not. If you feel that your grammatical accuracy is not good, your sentence structures basically are not good. Please please work on that. If you are getting your sentence structures correct. And if you're targeting a score above 6.5, it is very, very, very important to add grammatical range. At least one complex sentence per paragraph is just very important, especially when you're expressing your main idea, especially when you're actually expressing your main idea. It's just so important. Okay. Second thing, it's again very important for you to uh, make sure that what sentences you write, they have to be correct grammatically. A complex sentence which is grammatically wrong is not going to give you more marks. So you have to work on grammatical accuracy. Now what concepts of grammatical accuracy you have to work on, I'll tell you. First, start with articles and punctuations. The problem with articles and punctuations is that they're very small topics. They're very minor topics. And we all know about them. But, you know, when we write or when we, uh, of course, in speaking doesn't make a difference. But yeah, when we write, we've never made conscious use of punctuations. Neither have we made conscious use of articles. So that's where we go wrong. So please make use conscious, um, you know, use them very, very appropriately. The second is subject verb agreement. Normally, a subject verb agreement is the boy is tall, the boys are tall. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to subject verb agreement. If I'm normally speaking to you, it goes correctly. If the sentence is short, it goes correctly. For example, the trend, okay among boys are now why do you write are here because boys is your, you consider boys is your subject boys is plural so you've written an r the actual way is the trend among boys is because my subject is not boys here it's trend here so that is something again you will have to understand uh, especially this goes wrong when the sentences are comparatively longer there's one more topic that's called noun pronoun agreement when there's a singular noun you have to use a singular pronoun so again you need to work in that the tenses at all given times have to be correct, have to be absolutely correct. Okay, that's another important issue. The third part is your <clears throat> portion when it comes to uh, your basic sentence structures. Your sentence structures cannot be faulty. They have to be error-free if you are getting above 7. So let's go through things again, just have a teeny weeny revision of it. So I've taught you three types of sentences, simple, compound and complex. What's a simple sentence? A simple sentence is one that expresses one idea, one thought, has a single verb and is then independent clause or the main clause. 
A compound sentence is a combination of two sentences connected with the help of fanboys or a semicolon. Remember, before the fanboys, always put a comma. Understand in compound sentence, the two clauses involved, the two sentences involved should be independent. The third comes to the complex sentence. What is a complex sentence? A complex sentence is one independent clause, one dependent clause connected with the help of a subordinating conjunction joined with the help of a comma. Remember the punctuation marks are of great importance so you will have to learn this. So as you know the compound complex sentence they are not that difficult, they are very very easy. So guys if you want more tips, you want more strategies, somewhere on the line you feel you are lost, you can book us with, you can book online sessions with us and we will be very happy to help you through them. A lot of students have actually got amazing marks and have always been overwhelmed with the score cards that you all give me so thank you for that again uh, you can always join us for RTS tutorials online and we're happy to provide you sessions in the components which you feel are needy and in the sessions that you feel they're really important so that is what uh, we're there for there are certain tips and strategies that we actually give and uh, they've been very very helpful and uh, that's what really makes a difference so for those of you who actually like the video and have any queries or even minor doubts, please solve them. Please put them in the comment box. I'll be replying to you, uh, you know, just now. And I'm very sure it's going to be helpful to you. Another very important reason is that when you see the video, I want you to take notes. Okay, write an essay right after this. You know, I want you to do this. Try it. Write an essay right after this and check. How many simple sentences have you included? How many compound sentences have you included? And how many complex sentences have you included? For a better score, for a score above 7, I want you to put at least one complex sentence. And if you really want to make it really good, I'll tell you what to do. When you express your main idea in your essay, make it a complex sentence. Learn. Learn conscious use of subordinate conjunctions. Learn conscious use of coordinating conjunctions. And I'm very sure you'll be able to put it into practice. For those of you who actually make those sentences complex or compound and have doubts and need to verify, please put them in the comment section. That's going to be helpful to you. Okay? So, uh, that's going to be really, really useful, I think. So, yeah, if you put your comments, I'll be very happy because ultimately that's what keeps me happy and that's what motivates me. If you also like this video, please share and subscribe. You can subscribe to our Telegram group. That's really helpful. A lot of people actually you know get a lot of material in there you can also subscribe for IELTS tutorials online we have sample essays we have mock tests we also have online coaching for you that's again very helpful for some of you who cannot attend physical classes who don't have the time for it we have mock tests which you can apply for also we have a writing evaluation service let's say you've written an essay and you want to know how much can you fare how much can you score in it you can go through a writing correction I think uh, of recently we've come to this uh, conclusion that the scores that we get, the scores that the trainers provide normally it's, uh, you know, very, very accurate. So you can go through it. We have a writing application in the name of ILTS Tutorials Writing and they have a lot of sample essays in there. You can check out the sample essays, check out the sample graphs, the defined category wise, so it's going to be much more useful to you. So you can do that as well. So I'm ending this morning and I hope this session you actually understood what simple is, what compound is and complex is. And I hope I've not made it very complex for you and you've understood it in a very simple way. So um, thank you so much again guys and please do like, share and subscribe. 
and please I'll uh, taste tutorials is always there for any assistance that you need and we're always very happy thank you so much guys have a great weekend